Thanks for joining us today for Love, Live, Lead, the broadcast ministry of Christ Community Church in Imperial Valley. The church office is open Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 590 West Orange Avenue in El Centro, or call 760-337-9400 for information or for prayer. Christ Community Church has three campuses in El Centro, Brawley, and Calexico, plus a congregation in Spanish. As we navigate the end of the COVID-19 quarantine season and transition to in-person regathering, we encourage you to find up-to-date information about events and each campus's worship service schedule. When you follow us on social media, on our website at www.cccib.org, or simply download the CCCIV app, you'll find the direct link to the app at www.cccib.org forward slash get the app or when you text cccib app to 77977 uh, we started this series on the last days pastor chris and i thought that we needed to break from our series in romans because of everything that's happening current events there's a lot of things that are lining up scripturally uh, prophecy is not really being fulfilled but the the table is being set for prophecy to be fulfilled. And what I wanted to talk to you about this morning is a serious subject. It's, I want to talk to you on the standpoint of deception in the last days. This is a message for the church. And I think you all know that I love you. I care for you. That's why we are here today. That the church needs to be gathered. The church needs to be here together as we see the day approaching of the Lord. We need to be gathered together in support of one another, strengthening one another. Satan had pulled a fast one. And as church leaders, sometimes we go through situations where we wrestle with the Scriptures, which is a good thing. I think when church leaders quit wrestling with the Word of God, that there's something wrong. I think if they just get up and deliver a nice little sermon every Sunday, something is wrong with the leadership. And through this whole thing, we have struggled. We have struggled. And we have wrestled with Scripture. And we have been refined through this fire, this time of fire. And that's the good thing. That's the good thing because we believe if we're refined as, as leaders, then you're going to be refined too. That God is going to refine you. Whatever He does in church leadership, He does in the people. You see it all through the Bible. You see it outside of the Bible. Everything else. And so chapter 9, I had not intended, just so you know, I had not intended on turning to this passage of Scripture, but I was reading through it and, and the Lord had stopped me. And, and so I, my intention was to go into 1 Timothy 4 concerning deception, but I felt I needed to start here. Only God knows why, right? But I'm sure there's a reason if we're listening to the Spirit of God. And that's what I pray for you today, that you listen to the Spirit of God this morning, because this may be one of the most important messages that you hear. Not that they're not all important, but God's people are falling to deception left and right. I see it all around me. I hear it all around me. And I wonder, I say, Lord, tarry a little bit longer so they can be saved. So they can be saved. And I'm not talking about those outside the church. You know I love you, so I'm not going to apologize. Amen? 
Chapter 9, listen to these. This is why they call Jeremiah weeping prophet. He says, Oh, that my head were waters and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a traveler's lodging place that I might leave my people and go away from them for they are all adulterers. And that does not mean just committing the act of adultery. That is a spiritual adultery with the Lord. For they are all adulterers, a company of treacherous men. And this is where it gets interesting to me. They bend their tongue like a bow. Falsehood and not truth has grown strong in the land. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they do not know me, declares the Lord. You can underline, they do not know me, declares the Lord, which is the source of everything. If you don't know the Lord, there's no way you could see. If, there's, if you don't know the Lord, there's no way you can hear. Verse 4, let everyone beware of his neighbor and put no trust in any brother. For every brother is a deceiver and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. Everyone deceives his neighbor and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves committing iniquity. Heaping oppression upon oppression, if that does not sound like our politicians. And deceit upon deceit, they refuse to know me, declares the Lord. I want you to see something. At the end of verse 3, it says, they do not know me, declares the Lord. At the end of verse 6, it says, they refuse to know me, declares the Lord. And so, Lord, I pray that You would help me this morning. God, as we begin here, that I, I don't feel I will get through the message, but I feel that You will lead and You will guide. I pray that Your Word does not fall on rocky soil or thorny soil, but falls on the good soil that would produce a crop 30, 60, 100 fold. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, I want you to see in verses 1 and 2, first, the distress of the prophet. I'm not expounding on this. This morning, we're going to go to 1 Timothy in a minute. But I, I want you to see the distress of the prophet because this is the way God's people are supposed to respond. This is, this is not a Jeremiah judgment, even though he's having to deliver words of judgment from the Lord. That he's got God's Word in him. That, that, that in the, the very first chapter, God declares that he knew Jeremiah before he was in his mother's womb. And then it says, and the Word of the Lord came to him. In other words, that God had a plan for Jeremiah and the Word of the Lord came to Jeremiah at just the right time. At just the right time, God was raising up a prophet to a rebellious nation that refused to know the Lord, yet God's grace would still bring a word. And for that word, to some it would be a word of judgment. For others it would be a word of salvation. 
And yet still the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. So the whole land is under the judgment. When Babylon comes marching in, when they refuse to return to the Lord, when Babylon comes marching in, he takes them all captive. He doesn't say, you know the Lord and you don't know the Lord, so you get over there. We're going to put a hook in your mouth. You can stay here in your homeland. You stay here in your homeland. You're serving the Lord. And, and, but you, 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 not you, Dave, that is captive because you don't know the the Lord, you are going captive. No, the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. And this is the weeping that comes from Jeremiah, is the condition of his people. Can you see the distress? And yet we don't feel that. We, we don't feel that. That when we look around us and we sit there at the news, we don't fall to our faces and weep. We do not care. We are so lacking empathy. We are so lacking compassion. We are so lacking that for the lost. And it rips your heart because you know that most of this country is going to hell in a handbasket. And we cannot sit there and not weep. We cannot sit there and say, aha, I'm going to heaven. You are lost. You deserve what you get. How many of us deserved it? It is so real. It is so real. And I want you to see the deception in the land. That's what you see in verses, at the end of verse 2. And, and you know, they're, they're all adulterers, a company of treacherous men. They've been there Tongue like a bow, falsehood and not truth is grown strong in the land. There is no truth. For they proceed from evil to evil and they do not know me, declares the Lord. And he goes on, let everyone beware of his neighbor. These are people that know one another and yet their tongues are full of deceit. And we buy into it. We buy into it. We buy into it. We, we take everything the news puts out there as gospel. And, and yet, we, we are living in a day that Jeremiah didn't live in, that where social media was non-existent in his day. That uh, television, smartphones, all of that were non-existent. And how many lies do we see every day? And we do not know the truth. I read an article that, that was written in 2019. In 2019, it said that, that 90% of the information in the world, that the world has 90% of the information came in the two years prior to that. That means 2017 and 18, that the world's, 90% of the world's information came during that time. That's how much data is being loaded is being uploaded every single day. And, and most of that, where our minds are constantly being barraged, 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 barraged with the deception of the evil one. Constantly, we have access to deception like we've never had before. 
Access to deception like never before just continues. The internet alone, we're asked to deal with social networking, blogs, newsfeed, forwarded emails, spam, and whatever we Google. We are assailed with more information than we can possibly assimilate. And the worst thing about it is you've got preachers that are stealing sermons on the internet today. They're not seeking the Lord themselves. And I think in Jeremiah somewhere, I know it's in the Old Testament somewhere where they stole the words of prophets. And when they say peace, this is what the false prophets were saying, peace and safety. They continue to feed the people the deception that everything's okay, it's moving, we're progressive. And you need to understand that your worldview is shaped by the information that you buy into. What your kids are buying into today, that's how they're going to see the world. That's what it's called. It's called a worldview because we interpret economics, we interpret politics, we interpret relationships based on our worldview. And information is what forms our worldview. That's why Paul was so set on being transformed by the renewing of the mind. Transformation cannot happen outside of the renewing of the mind, but you've got to look at the flip side of that. The more information that your kids receive, the more information that you, that you uh, receive and you buy into, you are in trouble. You are putting yourself and your soul into danger without testing it against the Word of God. Most of the information out there is intended to impact our view of truth. It is intended to reshape your view to reality into a different view that someone else is promoting. Their view of reality is not the Christian's view of reality. And the deception just continues. It's just continuing. And and this is so heavy on my heart because I've talked to Christians, whether it's on the phone and hung up with them or they walk out of my office and I'm saying, Lord, how can they believe that? It's not Bible. It's not Bible. And the deception in the land was pervasive at the time of Jeremiah. This is nothing new that we see today. This is nothing new that we see today. Soren Kierkegaard, who was a a theologian, he said this, there are two ways to be fooled. One is to believe what isn't true, and the other is to refuse to believe what is true. And that's the challenge of deception. We are called to walk in the truth and to speak in the truth. That's what we are called to as Christians. One of the most consistent themes in the Bible is that the war between good and evil is a war of truth and deception. In 1 Timothy 2.4, it says that God, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, knowing the truth is what God desires for all people. In John 18.37, when Jesus was before Pontius Pilate, it says, then Pilate said to him, so you are a king? Jesus answered, and he said, you say that I am a king for this purpose I was born and for this purpose I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. Claiming the truth is the central purpose of Christ's coming. 
It culminated on the cross with His death and and resurrection three days later, but but He came to bear witness of the truth. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is both the source of grace and the source of truth. There's three reasons that you and I should be exposing deception, not falling to it. One, deception is at the heart of Satan's plan to destroy us. In John 10.10, Jesus said, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I came that he may have life and may that you may have life that they may have life and have it abundantly. He comes to destroy, and his MO is always deception. In John 8, 44, he says, you are of your father, the devil, speaking to the religious leaders, and your will is to do your father's desire. He, speaking of Satan, was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. His his desire is to destroy you. His desire is to take your soul, your kids' souls, to just drag it straight to hell. It's what He comes for. He knows He can't have salvation Himself. He knows He'll never experience a relationship reunited with God like you and I can experience. He knows that. And He doesn't want your kids. He doesn't want your spouse. He doesn't want your family knowing the Lord. The second reason deception is at the heart of Satan's plan to divide the church. That deception is at the heart of Satan's plan to divide the church right now. Mark chapter 3, verse 24 to 25 says, If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. Doesn't say it may stand or may not stand. If it is divided, Against itself, it will not stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And you know that as well as I do. If you've ever had conflict in your own household and you had division with your children or with your spouse, if that was not resolved or reconciled, that house will not stand. And this is true of the church too. This is true of the church too. The deception that is out there. And there's three major cultural issues going on right now. We've got coronavirus. We've got the politics, presidential election. And we've got the racial issue. Any one of those standing alone is capable of dividing the church, but you've got all three working simultaneously. And now you just add a fourth one in there, and that's an election for, or an appointment for the Supreme Court justice. Throw the fourth one in. A group of pastors texted me. I was on a phone with Thailand last Friday, and I didn't get off till late, and I'm on there till about 7 o'clock, and a group of pastors is texting me saying, Ginsburg died. And I couldn't respond to the text yet, but later on I said, man, just when you thought you were in a cap four of storm, this is what I told him. I said, you've got coronavirus, you've got the racial issue, and you've got the presidential election. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse in a cap four storm, you now got it up to cap five. Cap five. Any one of those issues is capable of dividing the church. 
And this is why you need to follow leadership at this time. I'm going to flat out say it. Your opinions don't matter to me. What matters to me is God. That's what matters. So, so our job is church leadership. This goes to the pastors. This goes to the elders. That our job is to lead you and navigate you through this time. We don't need these petty divisions. I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. I'm, I'm this and that. And, and let me just say this. This has got nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. You need to hear me on this. If you support a party, listen to me, 25%, there, there's, there's a party, I saw the interview on TV, the lady, I forget her name, but you can look it up, she's head of the Democrats for pro-life. And she said in that interview, 25% of them are pro-life, and what is concerning to her now is that this is the most severe abortion-oriented presidential ticket in the Democrat Party to ever exist. Because Kamala Harris is into abortion at the ninth month. Now listen to me. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. That doesn't even matter when God, you stand before God. You know, hey, you know, uh, you know Walter, tell me, were you Democrat or Republican? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. What, what, what matters is that there's a life in the womb that's at stake, and that's going to be the biggest issue coming up in this presidential election. That's what you need to know. You need to know because I do not know how anyone can vote in a president that would be so radically pro-choice or pro-abortion. I don't know how you stand before God and justify that. I've got the 5D image of my granddaughter, that, and, and it never hit me as much as it did on um, uh, this time when, when Cameron's wife Katie was, is, was pregnant, that they had a 5D image. Have, have you ever seen a 5D image? At 22 weeks, we could tell who she looked like. We could tell she was going to look like her mom and everything else, had the chin, the eyes, everything else. And, and it was there as clear as a bell. And at 22 weeks, she's grabbing the umbilical cord. She was even licking the umbilical cord. We saw the film on that. And, and it, it's beyond me that someone can rip a baby out of the womb like that. And I hear it all the time. You don't know, you know, listen to me. Before you start defending this guy and that guy, it ain't about the man. We're not voting a pastor into office. We're voting policies. We are talking policies that are either going to propagate the blessings of God or they're not going to... Listen to Psalm 106. I'm jumping around. I'm not even going to follow my sermon. I want you to hear this. Psalm 106, verse 37 to 39. If you've got a Bible, you can turn there. If you don't, just listen to me. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they became unclean by their acts and played the horror in their deeds. If you've had an abortion, I know many people who have and they're part of this church and they've found forgiveness in the Lord, so it's no judgment of you in the past. 
but we cannot afford to continue to propagate abortion in this land. It is polluted with blood. Listen to me. We are under so much deception right now. It it is unbelievable. And I said that the church shouldn't be divided. I probably just started division right now with that being said. But you need to understand what's happening right now. We have no reason to stand behind policies that are anti-God. No reason whatsoever. Deception is the heart of Satan's plan, listen to me, to disarm the church. Listen to me. Deception is is at the heart of Satan's plan to disarm the church. Do you realize that? Listen to this. 1 John 5, verse 19, we know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. We know that. We know that the world is being deceived and being swept away. Nobody has to sell you on that. You look at the news, you have conversations with your coworkers. You know that they're under the power of Satan, even if they realize it or not. A person doesn't need to be committing acts of murder or heinous crimes in order to be under Satan's power. It's simply deception. Thanks for joining us today for Love, Live, Lead, the broadcast ministry of Christ Community Church in Imperial Valley. The church office is open Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 590 West Orange Avenue in El Centro, or call 760-337-9400 for information or for prayer. Christ Community Church has three campuses in El Centro, Raleigh, and Calexico, plus a congregation in Spanish. As we navigate the end of the COVID-19 quarantine season and transition to in-person regathering, we encourage you to find up-to-date information about events and each campus's worship service schedule. When you follow us on social media, on our website at www.cccib.org or simply download the cccib app you'll find the direct link to the app at www.cccib.org forward slash get the app or when you text cccib app to 77977